0: Welcome to the Behind the Billboard podcast. Here's your host, Chris Liddell. What are the things that I see clearly now that I wish I could have seen earlier in my journey? I just got this question from a friend of mine, and you know what? It sounded like a good podcast episode topic, so I want to dive a little bit deeper into that question that I received and share that with all of you. The first one is, I wish I would have got help sooner. One of the biggest regrets I have is, you know, our company could have been a lot bigger in size. We could have helped a lot more people and we could have created a better system earlier on if I would have had more help. You know, I've learned over the years that it really simply is all about the people. If you don't have people, at some point you're going to hit capacity. So the risk of that is if you're a business owner is the fear, the fear like, how am I going to pay for this person? And. This person is very expensive. I will tell you right now that talented people are going to be expensive, but just because they're expensive doesn't mean that you should be scared. Expensive people are talented people that are going to help you get your company or your organization to the next level. So I wish I would have got help earlier on. The next one is personal development. This is a very important one for me. I wish that I would have done more personal development earlier on. You know, obviously I was really busy. I I ran a very successful real estate business and didn't have a lot of time for personal development in the early days. But I wish that I, I would have made more of a focus to become a better person because I've started to learn over the years, everything is about you fundamentally. Like if you're not good, you definitely can't lead others. You can't run a successful organization. You have to be solid at the core. And the way to do that is to focus on personal development I do tons and tons of personal development work today. I wish I would have done more earlier on. The next one is having an open mind. I've seen so many people in leadership positions that think they have it all figured out and are very closed-minded, and I almost say that a lot of them are trying to be teachers. And I think it's really important to be a student first. You know, if you're not willing to learn, you're not willing to ask those questions, you're not willing to get constructive feedback, you're not willing to fail, you're in a bad spot. And so make sure that you're a student first. And other things that I focus a lot of my time on is I read a lot. I try to read as many books as I possibly can and listen to just about as many podcasts as I can as well. So kudos to you for sticking with this podcast and listening and growing uh, there's a lot of people that just quite honestly won't put the effort in to become better. I'm trying to share my journey with you to help you grow and become a better business leader because what I know is when we share, we also grow too. Um, and that's one thing that I've learned over the years. But being a student first is so important. If you, you know, For those of you that have listened to a lot of the other episodes, that's one thing that's consistently come up is most of the business leaders that I've interviewed Talk a lot about learning and being a student and not having it figured out and understanding that it's a constant journey to become better. I wish that I would have been more of a student early on. I always had this curiosity that I wanted to learn and ask questions, but I wasn't intentional as intentional as I am today about wanting to be better and wanting to learn. I am so focused on how can I grow? How can I learn more? And I think that's a result of all of the personal development work that I have done. The next one is to empower others. You really have to invest in people in others and empower them really to make mistakes, to grow and learn from them. I look back at some of my early jobs and I've looked at some of the other leaders that I've seen in other industries that really don't quite lead the way that I would and they wanna try to do everything themselves. Well, it's just easier if I do it than explain it to someone else. You know, and then there's also that dictatorship type leadership style that some of you listen can relate to that type of personality that really no one wants to work for. You don't want to put people down. You want to encourage them to fail because those learning opportunities are what allow them to grow. But to put them in that environment, you have to empower them. And I'm not saying that I have this all figured out. I still struggle with it at times with certain duties that I have in my organization. But I can tell you, it's the feedback that I get from our leadership team is, Chris, you have to continue to give up more of that control and empower us to make those decisions. And it's, I'm telling you right now that if you're in an organization where you're not empowering others to grow and be better, you need to right now. There's so many leaders are scared to grow their people because they might leave or they might go here or we don't want to post about them on social media because then someone might see they're doing a good job and try to poach them. I don't believe in any of that. Like. I believe in investing in your people and empowering them to grow and be better and encourage them to fail. Give them that power to fail. And I always say that it's okay to make a mistake once, but don't make the same mistake twice. Now, if you have someone that continues to make the same mistake, that's a different problem, but you want people to make mistakes and to fail, to learn and grow. So make sure to empower others. This next one is, uh, has been a very difficult one for me. um, and it's to slow down and enjoy the ride. You know, it's it's interesting. I I, I speak all over the country. I, I've connected to a lot of very successful people. I'm so fortunate of the position that I'm in today. And I hear comments and people come up to me and are like, I'm so proud of you, Chris. It's unbelievable what you guys are doing within your company. You have incredible people. I know so-and-so and I've talked to so-and-so and I see what they talk about. And we get all this praise. And, you know, for so long I said, oh yeah, no, no, we're just getting started. We're just... You know, and I kind of downplayed it and I, I, I didn't really celebrate the success that we've had so far um, and really slow down and enjoy that. And so I would just challenge you that, you know, as you grow as a person in your organization, just slow down and take a little bit of that recognition in and, and, and feel it. It feels good. It feels good to know that you're accomplishing something. But here's what I would challenge everyone with. It's not about you. It's about we. So make sure that when you get those compliments and you hear those things and you get that recognition that you share it with your company and you share it with your team and you share it with the people around you because all of the people around you are all helping achieve that. It's not about you. So make sure that you slow down and enjoy the ride and have fun. This is meant to be fun. Enjoy the journey. If you don't enjoy this, maybe you need to look at doing something different. I absolutely love what I do every day and I love the people that I'm around. I just, I, I couldn't, I can't get enough of it. So this one is, I've talked about before a little bit and and it kind of ties into the power of no and it ties into protecting your time and choice management. You have to be selective on where you spend your time. We only have 24 hours in a day. You have to protect that. If you can't protect that because maybe your personality is too much of a giver, then you have to have someone around you that can protect your time. It will make a massive difference because what will happen is, if you protect your time, you get very clear and focused on where you're headed. When you don't protect your time, you're constantly distracted and you're constantly serving other people's needs. You have to protect your time. It's choice management. You get to make those choices. If you're not making the right choices, change those today. Those are things like when I look back earlier in my journey, I wish I would have known those things. So, For some of you that are listening that are emerging leaders or you're just scaling up your business or your department or your organization, I hope that some of these things that I shared today are really helpful. Those are things that when I started, I wish someone would have gave me that advice. And I just wanted to honor everyone that's listening and just say congratulations for being a student first and listening to these episodes and willing to get better. There's a lot of people that won't make this commitment. So give yourself a pat on the back. Slow down, enjoy the ride, and thanks for tuning in to Behind the Billboard. If you loved this episode, give us a great review, subscribe, and share us socially so we can spread the word and build a community of difference makers. And if there's a leader who inspires you, send your suggestions for future guests to Chris's team at BehindTheBillboard.com so we can get better.